Grand Rising. Welcome. My name is Edward Joss, aka the Holistic Motivator. Thank you all for tuning in to the first episode of the Holistic Lifestyle Show. This show is a show where we introduce holistic wellness professionals, entrepreneurs, seekers, and teachers come together to share what they learn along their path in becoming the best version of themselves. I'm so happy to introduce this new show. The reason why I launched this show is because I realized that there's a need to spread different ways of maintaining your wellness, different ways of increasing your vitality. And today, I have a special guest on the show. I'm so excited to introduce everybody to Imogene Williams. I'm going to be talking about healing through movement and dance. So let's get you on the stage. Yes, I'm so excited because I had a show called Unlimited Power. Well, I still have the same show. And I had a studio where I would introduce different guests, like authors and speakers and holistic doctors. Actually, that's how I met my mentor. And it was through the show that I actually met a lot of great people that taught me some of the things I learned, like Qigong and and various other practices. So, Imogene, welcome to the... I want to make sure I pronounce your name correctly. No, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm yeah. I'm doing pretty good. I'm just enjoying nature. I'm outside. Right. Yes, how yeah. are you? I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Where I was just gonna say Oh well, I'm in um I'm in Los Angeles. Nice. Where are you? I'm in Miami, Florida. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks nice and bright. I mean, it's sunny out here, too, but you're outside. That's, that's Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I try to build my studio outside. I've been outside since, like, 6 a.m. I'm just doing Oh, that's the, you know, that's, but that's the best time, the morning air. You yeah. Know, the, the morning sun. It's that good product. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good. So how's Los Angeles right now? Um, well, I mean, it's pretty, it's, it's okay, but I mean, there's, so they're saying that, like, with, you know, the pandemic and everything, it's pretty, it's still on lockdown, because there are a lot of, like, um, I guess the cases, they're just steadily rising, um, and so, yeah, I mean, but it's, it's cool, my kids and I, we go to the beach, and it's not really crowded, and, uh, we just, you know, take walks, um, it's still pretty, it's still pretty, you know, it's okay. <laughs> so let's do an introduction. So I like to say, if I met you on the bus and we were just, I like, I just went to Los Angeles. I just went to, uh, and I didn't know anybody and I'm just taking the train and I met you. And I'm like, hey, my name is Ed, AKA the Holistic Motivator. And we were to have a conversation. What would you, and I said, what did you do? What do you do? What would you say back to me? Uh, well, I would, the first thing I would say is that I'm a mom of two boys. Uh, and I, um, you know, I'm their primary caretaker right now. So I'm with them 24-7. <laughs> so, you know, that's a big job. <laughs> but also, um, I'm a dancer. 
and a movement coach, a mindful movement coach. Um, my, my, my objective is to really help people feel good in their bodies, you know, um, through gentle movement and also, but you know, physically and spiritually and emotionally, you know, feel good in your bodies because it's not just about the aesthetic or what's on the outside, it's really about, you know, how you feel on the inside. Um, and so I work with people to really love where they are first. And then, you know, if, if, it's, if it's change that they desire, you know, start from the inside first in order to see change on the outside. Um, and yeah, I've been dancing for a large portion of my life. I started, it's hard to say when I started, but I, I would say I started when I was like, probably maybe, I think I was maybe like eight or so. Um, I did my first performance. Um, and then I just was dancing around in my living room. And then my, um, I told my mom I wanted to do like dance lessons. And so that's when I started like formal training a couple of years, you know, a few, few years later. Um, and yeah, dance is like just been my, my outlet my my way of my preferred way of expression is through movement um and i just i really feel that like movement is healing you know movement everyone needs to move whether you're a dancer or not whether you feel like you're a good dancer or not you know just move because it's you know movement is life right our the, our insides our blood is flowing that's movement you know and once we stop moving you know, that's, we're not alive, you know? <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. I, I think inside out, I, we're going to break down a couple of the things. And so basically when you say movement is an expression or moving is expressing yourself, and then you're also saying working from the inside out. How do you work from within yourself and express what's in you outside in your dance? Like, like literally when you're dancing, how does that feel within your body? How does it feel? Um, well, <clears throat> so that is, that is, that's a good, that's a good question. And it's kind of, it's kind of tough to answer, but it's like, it's one of the things that I feel makes dance. So, um, intriguing right because you're able to take an intangible feeling and put it into a, a tangible like expression mm. and i think it really just cut to, and to be able to do that you really have to let go of what's going on up here and come into the body and it's such a beautiful thing you know it's a great feeling because i know for me i spend a lot of time in my head you know, I overthink, I, you know, I get, I, I, yeah, that's the main thing. <laughs> I overthink, I think with this person, you know, sometimes my head just gets so, there's just so much going on up there. And so to be able to take that moment and get out of there, get out of the head and come into my body, it's like, it's grounding, you know, it's, it is like, 
it's it relieves stress or, or it yeah it, it like helps to re to reduce stress um you know sometimes you can it, it's like empowering because you you um make new discoveries about your body it's like whoa i didn't know i could do that you know so that's like that's like that really boosts your your confidence um and and yeah i think that's that's it <laughs> hopefully that answered the question <laughs> yeah i think that's that's perfect uh, <laughs> i just wanted you to explore that i think the way you put it was beautifully said that's amazing the the next question i've asked is you're a mindful movement coach right mm -hmm. so can you explain to us what does it mean to mindfully move rather than just like regular movement? What is the difference between mindful movement and just moving? Um, so when you're, um, so I think it's the intention, you know, um, for one, it's moving out of a place. I think, you know, especially like in fitness, right? Like, a lot of focus is on attaining these, like I said before, like these physical goals, like we want our bodies to look a certain way. Um, and, you know, as I said before, it's like, it's about loving yourself, like moving from a place of love, not moving out of a place of, you know, uh, like dislike or whatever, because you're trying to fix, you think you try to fix yourself, but like really appreciating the body that you have and what it can do as opposed to like wanting to change it you know just um and so that's the first thing is moving from a place of love and then also like moving with intention you know i think with certain like um fitness moves like you can easily i mean it's nice to like zone out but sometimes we don't pay attention to like um you know certain important muscles or like sometimes if you're if you're moving without being mindful you can like injure yourself you know if you're not paying attention um and so really bringing awareness to your body and where it is in the space and um and moving slowly you know there's that's so underestimated like moving slowly is is really there's a power there's a lot of power in that and, and often, and, and you know, a lot of times you find when you slow things down, it becomes more challenging. And also slowing down makes, I, I like to say this a lot, slowing down makes room for making new discoveries. Um, you know, you can, and like the, the body is just so amazing. Like there's lots of, so many different muscles, so many different joints. And so that like, like for example, like if you were to like try to move your middle toe, right? Like that's you you find that's really hard. But that's because like our brain, we've like just because of our culture and you know, our brain is we've kind of lost the connection between our brain and certain parts of our bodies. And so mindful movement is like again moving with that intention, trying to just wake up those different parts of our bodies that like have sort of we've lost the connection to or have gone to sleep because you know we sit a lot we drive a lot we sit in front of computers and so like you know there um 
like you know like for example like the deep core muscles you know those may not be used because or the the hip flexors you know they might get tight or weakened because we sit so much we don't like you know we don't squat or we don't sit on the floor or we don't you know if you look at it if you look at a child like my my son who's two he does everything in a in a deep squat and it's effortless like i I'm trying to gain that position back, you know, <laughs> like I've lost it. <laughs> yeah, they got it. They got not. They got it for free, naturally. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so, but, but, but that's, you know, I mean, if you if you look at people, it, there are, you know, di different cultures where you know they they do a lot from the deep squat, you know, um, and so I think you know it's pop, but but the wonderful thing about our body and our brain is that it's plastic, so we can. Get, we can reclaim, you know, that strength and that ability, that agility, that flexibility. You know, we can reclaim all of those if we just like mindfully move. You know. I to I totally agree. It's like reverting reverting back to natural movements. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about natural movements, what are some natural movements that we should be able to do? to be like a child, right? To open ourselves up, right? What are, what are some of those things? What are some of those areas that are normally really tight that we should get loosened, that we should go back to how we were once before? Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> I would say, you know, start with like the major joints. And it's like really simple, you know, you, so you think, so first, first thing is the spine, right? Like, Move the spine. Move your move your head up and down. Move your move move your shoulders. You know um, your shoulders, and then your spine. You know flexing and flexing and extending the spine. You know, if you do cat cow like in yoga, um, and then like the hips, bringing mobility to the hips. Right, like I mentioned the the hip the hip flexors, the psoas muscle that gets really tight from like sitting. So if you can find, you can do, you know, that a very simple psoas stretch where, um, well, I, where you're, where you're kneeling, you know, you have one, one knee, one knee on the floor and then the other foot up. Um, we can look it up, just a psoas stretch. Um, and and then, that also has to do with anger too. Yes, yes, with anger and with stress. Yep, the psoas muscle is the fight or flight muscle. And so when that that tighten that that being tight can increase your stress level. Yes. Your stress levels. Yep. Yeah. So um and then also just like for 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 um for women when they're pregnant, that muscle being um, nice and, and and like um, I guess like loose and mobile, um, that creates like more space for the baby. You know, it's it's just it's a really interesting muscle. <laughs> Um, and then also the feet, the ankles and the feet. Um, so let's let's go through the list again. We have the you said the spine. Spine. So the spine. So the moving your head and your neck and your shoulders, and then flexing and extending the spine. Okay. Um, the hips. The hips. So as muscle. So as. Um, and then the ankles and the feet. So. All from head to toe. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So if I had, I mean, you know, obviously there's more, but if I could, I just, I would just focus on those. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a, I, I think that's a good starting point. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you first started to learn how to dance, what were the the baby steps that you took? Like, what were the milestones where you was just like, man, after this milestone, you just, you grew from there? Um, well, so it was, um, well, let's see. So I started, um, I started, like I said, just kind of like making up dances on my own, like just performing for like my mom and my sister. Um, but I did, and my sister was a dancer. So she was the one who, um, and my sister, because um, my dad and my mom separated when I was young, so my sister was, um, she was like 10 years older than me, and she kind of, my mom had to go to work and stuff like that, so my sister was like, played a very instrumental um, role in like raising me, and she like pretty much took me everywhere. Um, and so she just like kind of would take, you know, bring me and have, get me involved with the performances. But she started with me, like, with just, like, learning how to stretch. And um, and then, like, I went to a performing arts um, middle elementary and middle school. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I kind of started, like, in a non-traditional way because I started – I didn't start with training. I just started doing my own thing. Like, I did – I choreographed for our show, for our little show, for our little performance that we had at my school. Um, and then after that, I went to, into formal training. I think with like most dancers, they start with like formal training first. Um, but I really like felt good doing it. And, and so that's when I was like, okay, I wanna, I wanna, act. and actually it was like my teachers who said like, you should, you should um, get some formal training. Mm-hmm. So, um, you would say when you gain, you would say when you gain flexibility, that that was that was like a major milestone. It would be. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I when then, I blew my, yep. Mm-hmm. And then after but, that, after that, but, you just yeah. No, I was just gonna say, but it it really started with like the passion and the just the feeling it gave me, like the feeling, the, that emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. I'm o- I'm always trying to dig into like the like like what what really got you passionate about what you do. So yeah. I wanted I wanted to add some value to everybody watching in the sense of like the way your art benefits your mental wellness and your mental health. Um I wanted you to add some value in the sense of when you would help somebody, like when you would coach and walk them through your process. What would be three major things that would be you would tell you would make sure that they actually do you know what i mean or that you would recommend what would be your top three recommendations based on your art and everything you've acquired so far for for someone who sorry for for like anyone or like if you were to coach a typical person who's watching now right a typical Mm -hmm. person that you would normally coach with mindful movement and you would tell them three things to that will help them achieve peace or achieve wellness um, or release their peace what would what would those top three things be okay um, so the top three things so to achieve peace or like to achieve wellness I would say um, 
for one, really find out like why. The one, the number one thing would be like your your like why are you doing it? What's you know like think about like what you want to achieve or how it makes you feel um, because that you know, it's something that you can always come back to, you know, life throws so many things at us, especially when we're trying to like accomplish something, like if, if it's to accomplish wellness or to accomplish peace, um, so many things are going to try to come and like stop us <laughs> or discourage us. And so you really got to think about what you want and why you're doing it and, and um, how it makes you feel. I feel like maybe that's three things, like what you want, why you're doing it, and how you make, how it makes you feel, and really like ingrain that in your heart so that no matter what, you can keep going and you can like achieve it. Yeah, I like yeah. that. So what you want, why you want it, and how it makes you feel. Mm -hmm. You know, actually, I want to share something on that tip. What you want is your desire. Why you want it, meaning your why, your 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 reason for being, the purpose. And what was the third one? I, did I just how, how it makes you feel? And how it makes you feel. And then now, how it makes you feel is going to be the what does it say? The pleasure. Mm-hmm. That's the pleasure component, how it makes you feel. So we have desire, we have purpose, and then we have pleasure. Desire, purpose, pleasure. Yeah. All right? So desire. Let's talk about the fire desire. So I want to share something with you. The reason why dance is so important from a Chinese medicine perspective, and we're going to talk about Qigong, is that when you move your body, when you actually move your body, like you swing your arms and you do different movements, you're actually not just, you're actually literally working inside out, just like you said, mm -hmm. right? Because your meridians are being, are flowing again, right? So there are specific movements in different meridians that are activated when you move. So for example, if you look at your arm, well, you can't really see my arm, but down your arm, you have three meridians. You have the lung, the heart, and the pericardium, right? So if you have three acupuncture meridian going down here, whenever you move your arm like this, just the swaying your arm is like all these energy channels are all the flow, any obstruction is actually being relieved right? Just by moving your arms, whatever movement that you're doing, right? This one, the lung swim, which is this movement, is for the breast and also opens up the lungs, right? Also activating different meridians. So what are meridians? Energy channels. Think about your body. You have a physical body, which has a circulatory system, but you also have an energy system. And these channels go throughout your entire, you have 12 major channels if you can say like that now i just explained three on your arm if there are blocks along the channels then you can feel your desire your, your desire your passion and then you won't reap the pleasure 
because your energy now is thrown off. So what we're talking about here is not just dance, but it's medicine. So dancing is healing because when you move with grace, you allow your energy to rebalance, which then brings you to the side of vitality and health. So that's why I'm like so... I'm very interested in what you do. What you're gonna, what you're doing now is changing the world, and is needed. Dance, mindful dance, mindful movement, and putting it together with healing and working through your pain is amazing, right? So I just wanted to share that with everybody from from. So, yeah, um, let's talk about qigong. You say you also have incorporated qigong in your movements and you actually learned qigong tell us about your experience with qigong your experience with energy your experience with uh with eastern philosophy you get what i'm saying yeah <laughs> um well i first like uh i would say got exposed to some of the principles or you know was in college um i went to liberal arts college and I studied dance, studied dance and psychology, um, and the it was it was really interesting, you know, because I went from like a very traditional like dance training to like this like liberal arts like postmodern contemporary type training where we we did a lot of like I was you know at the time I I felt it was like weird but <laughs> but I had a I had a I had a, a teacher who. Um, incorporated like qigong so we did like the tapping you know we did the um i'm not sure what this is what this uh, the, i think like the twisting of the spine where you like yeah. let your arms knock yeah. your, your what's it called well i call it the three whips it's um, okay <laughs> Like you whip because you're whipping. That's what it calls for me. <laughs> but yeah. it's it's to work your spine. It's to literally squeeze out the dirty water. Oh, okay. Okay. And allow okay. the cerebral spinal fluid to flow freely. Okay. Yeah. And you know, and my my ki my kids, my son, they love they love doing. <laughs> yeah. They love doing. <laughs> um. And yeah. And so it started there, and then um, like when when the um, when the pandemic when the pandemic started or whatever, like I, I started, I just like started like doing like um, more things like started YouTube videos, you know, looking at YouTube videos and, but like, but I had already, and then when I started like looking at it, I'm like, wow, I've already been doing this um, because of, you know, my exposure to it in college. And like, I was incorporating it. Like in, when I do my classes, we always start with tapping. We always start with tapping. We do, you know, spinal twists, and um, and also like I had another movement coach who, um, you know, incorporated like, well, he called it like chi stepping. So it's like a really slow, like stepping and trend, like just walking, but like really slow, you know, where you kind of and like you take it nice and slow so that you really. See, like from the toe to the ball to the heel, you know, like how yeah. you're transferring your weight and how you're moving through space. And yeah. um, 
and like this so it just it kind of all it just came full circle and, and then i realized like that i was doing qigong without even knowing that i was doing it you know but but it also like when i and when i was doing you know especially like those actual like qigong classes like from the internet like it, it just felt so good like it felt like i just felt so open and um and and it was also like you know working up a sweat like or like working you know with like very slow movement like i say like slow movement is so underestimated like you can really it's it's so challenging <laughs> and and so beneficial so powerful moving slow um, is amazing yes <laughs> and 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 like you just like cuz there's so many muscles so many little joints and so when you can when you can just come out of like i said like bring your mind into your body it's just a i mean i feel like that you know it's a it's a movement meditation you know and 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 it that's a time where i feel like you enter your flow you know it's a time where like nothing else matters and you can really you know just be one with your with your body and you can like have a conversation with your body your body can tell you you know what it needs you know and we need to have that connection that connection is so important i love it converging converging everything becoming one mm -hmm. like i love that grounding yourself yeah yeah and and also like something that i experienced i want to go back i mean cuz you know i know we're not doing this a lot right now but like moving together and and being in that space in a room full of people is so powerful you know um i so i for for a moment i was interested in like i mean i still am but i i wanted when i first got to college i wanted to study neuroscience um because i said that i wanted to understand how which is what i'm doing i guess you know like how movement and dance affect the brain um and so in my like reading about neuroscience i learned about like mirror neurons and how like when you're moving with someone you know you can your 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 neurons will actually reflect um i don't i'm not going to like explain it right it's such a long time but like your neurons will like your neurons will reflect one another like you know mm -hmm. you can you can influence someone by like moving with them you know yes. you can bring your emotions to them and your feelings to them um by moving with them so it's like it's just such a it's it's a way of transcending you know mm -hmm. the barriers that exist between us movement movement is a way of trans transcending those barriers i just have one one experience i want to talk about mm -hmm. um one word in regards to that I just thought about it um like 8 years ago I was a part of this traveling organization and we went to Egypt and none of us none of us spoke Arabic you know or that's the language that spoke in Egypt right yeah <laughs> um and so um but we went to this school with young women and we we didn't we couldn't speak we didn't speak the same language but we danced together and we danced for like such a long time we had such a great time it was like we were communicating through the dance 
So, like, you know, just language barriers, cultural barriers, you know, it can just, it can really transcend all of that movement. It's universal. It's, it's a, it's a silent, not so silent language. Yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. silent language that ring louds in the, the soul of the person being communicated. Yeah. That's how powerful dance is. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to say something about the mirror neurons. I remember my teacher, I was, uh, he was telling, he was saying, um, listen, uh, if you have somebody who you think you benefit from doing the Qigong and they don't want to do the Qigong or they can't do it for some reason, and I'm, I'm saying Qigong, and we could substitute this with dance. If they, if they don't want to do it, all you got to do it is just do it in front of them and they will get the benefits. And then he was saying, he said that that's what his teacher told him. And I was like, okay, how would they get the benefit of you doing it? So it was kind of like a puzzling thing. So I'm thinking to myself, yeah, right. They're going to get the benefits. And then I had to really, really think about it. It didn't really, the first year I heard, I heard it, it didn't quite stick. Even the second year, I didn't really understand what, what they meant by that. But when I really learned about the mirror neurons, Plus, I learned something else. I learned that the more people see your consistency and they see your progress, the more they want to do it. Oh, yeah. So at first I thought about it, I was like, if you do it for them, not only when they can't do it, they will get the benefit, but when they finally build up the courage, they're going to want to do it. And at the same time, you doing it for them when they don't have the courage is what fills them up so that they can have the courage, good energy, to now yeah. do it. Because sometimes people don't feel like dancing. You don't feel like doing anything. Yeah. But somebody come around you and start doing some moves in your face, and like, come on, get hype, sis. And you're yeah. like, nah, I'm, trying. I'm not on that right now. But then all of a sudden, you find your face transforming. So if I start smiling at you, you're going to all of a sudden, you're going to feel better because I'm smiling. But if, yeah. I, if I look yeah. at you like this, all of a sudden, you will test weaker. Yeah. So if you put out your arm and somebody, and if I look at you with a smile, you will be much stronger. Like, try this with a friend. If you're with your best friend, put your arm out, right? Uh -huh. And have your best friend push your arm down or have your son or spouse or family member or friend push your hand down and smile at you, right? So he's going to smile at you. Put your hand down. See the curve. But if the person frowns at you, mm. your hands are probably going to push down. This is a test that they did, an experiment. And it's so basically, there's your brain literally gets weakened or strengthened by somebody's face. So some of like some people you can't around to you can't afford to be around their face for too long. I'm just I'm just saying because if they frown at you, if they frown at you long enough, you're gonna get weak. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, so what I found out that he meant by doing the qigong for someone is first be the discipline you wish to see in someone else, and second, by cultivating your own energy you can transform the energy field of someone else. Because yeah. what I discovered about Qigong is your energy field is not just like solid on you, right? Mm -hmm. you have an, when they say like your aura, when they talk about your aura, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're not just talking about in the sense of what's radiating from at the skin. It's the field 
way past it. It's a field you can't see, right? The aura spreads like if if it, if we could really see it, it'd be like a a radiant energy, right? From the crown up, your aura would be like you'd be like very and then the more you your energy is built, the more that you're walking around, it's like a big circle of nice energy. So sometimes I walk like I don't know, I don't know. Sometimes I walk into rooms and I'm like I see a transformation in the room because I walked in there. That's how I see myself. I see myself yeah. as a positive aura, yeah. right? Yeah. And I and I sense it sometimes. And other times it's not the same because sometimes you might have the RBF face on, you know, hoodie on. <laughs> some some days I'm controls. I'm like, don't talk to me. Right, right. Don't stay away from me. And then I could see the aura transforming down, down, down. So I just said all of that to say is. When we when we get these tools of vitality and we start doing it for ourselves, we can literally build up our energy. So when we walk around people, first of all, we start to buzz the bugs. You know, they're like bugs, right? Those are the things that's annoying. When your aura gets illuminated and strengthened, by that I mean when your energy field, when you do these things that's going to build you up, you walk around and things try to bug you, you just zap them. It's like your energy yeah. <laughs> can't touch me. Like, right. <laughs> can't touch me. <laughs> right, can't touch right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They can't get you. No, yeah. So doing these practices, not only do they do that, they have something called, uh, what is it called? What is it called again? I got to share this science on you. It's called the proprioception. Proprioception? Proprioception. That's Proprioception, yeah. There we go. My accent just kicked in. <laughs> That's fine. You know, from the island, from Haiti, I'm just coming from the book, you know? I'm just saying. But you know, I love, I love, I love Haitian accents. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, proprioception. When you do these movements, not only does your aura, but also your, 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 your consciousness of space and time changes. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you about cool stories. I'd be running, like, I'm running down the street, and if there's like a, I, I could limbo right underneath a branch without even, like, and see it go past my chin like this. Yeah. Look at it. <laughs> like, tip my chin back and look at it. Right. And I'm like, no. yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or like, there's like, I, I promise you, I am not making this up. Or like, there's like a, a leaf right here. I'm about to hit it. Like, you think I'm about to hit it, right? Like, I just dodged yeah. it. You know what I mean? The idea of space and time. Or the worst part, the side of the bed. Now, I still get hit by the side of the bed. But I used to be way more clumsy than I, I way more. I'm not anymore. Not that much. Yeah. I could dodge the side of the bed now. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. proprioception. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's what dance and that's what movement and yeah, that's what yeah, do for you. Mm -hmm. And it's life changing. It's life changing. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, you know, one of the things uh, that I learned, I was, so I, I homeschooled my kids and, um, I've been trying to, like, we, we do a lot of movement, like a lot of our learning is movement-based. So I was, um, I learned that there are actually nine senses, like we think there are five, but there are nine senses, and proprioception is one of those, um, one of those senses, like it's, 
you know, how we take in information from our, um, from our environment. Like we take in information from our environment through movement, you know, and like the, the last four um, senses, you know, you have your sight, smell, taste, touch, um, hearing, mm-hmm. sound, and then the last four all have to do with movement. So, you know, it's, it's just movement is such a, it plays a major role in how we develop, you know, how we develop, how we relate to each other, how we relate to the environment, like, so, so important. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's like tapping into the, and then they got like, you know, when you have everything that you, the things you cannot see are the most powerful right mm-hmm. so the remainder of the four some of these things are just like knowing without knowing like yeah. yo like i'm sitting right now and somehow i know somebody's about to cross that corner right there i don't really know it but i know it yeah. and at the same time i can feel the movement and then right when the person come i can dodge it right there and just like run because it's just like all of that is the it's like the it has a lot to do with your intuition, mm-hmm. right? And and it has a lot of shuns in it, right? Proprioception. Yeah. <laughs> right? Intuition. Yeah. Intention. Like, attention. And, like, also just being in tune. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I love the fact that uh, by just moving, you could change a lot of these things. So tell the – we are going to – link up soon and we're going to do a class right together you're going to do a class and we want to invite the people out so that they could attend this class and hopefully sign up for your ongoing classes and other services you have to offer so let's talk about tell the people what are you going to put in this class for them what what should they expect okay so um you can expect um, some breath work, you know, again, setting that intention really, you know, with the mind, really creating that, um, creating that, like, that, vi- that, that vision. What do you want to, yeah, setting the intention. What do you want to, like, you're, you're, this class is going to be for you, so, the, so you're going to set the tone for yourself. You're going to set, you know, you're going to initiate, we're going to start off with you, you know, deciding and affirming what you want out of it. So it's, so you're, that's, you know, um, that's major. Um, so, with, and we do that with the breath work. Um, and then we do, we go through all those, all those parts that I mentioned, we bring mobility to those parts and we do some very, you know, we do slow movements that will really wake up those parts of the body that, you know, because of our lifestyles and because of the culture, may most most times are asleep, you know. Um, and then we move into the dance element. So we're gonna get our groove on. We're gonna do some simple grooves, you know, to some music, and and we're gonna do like some coordinated, more coordinated movements. Um, and then you get an opportunity to connect all of those on your own. So you do. So we're gonna do our uh, like a guided movement exploration where but it's not I, I'm just going to be setting the tone giving certain you know words or cues but you're going to move so that you that's your space to do what you want 
and to connect to your body in the way that you want. Um, and so we do all of that in the mindful movement, love and flow mindful movement. That's awesome. So how does, what are some other things that you have to offer for the people? You got the class. What else do you have going on? And how can the, how can everyone watching here can support you? First of all, if you're watching right now, I want to thank you for showing up for yourself and allowing two melanated wellness uh, entrepreneurs who, sh who love their craft share something about health and wellness with you today. Thank you for being here. Yes, if you haven't you. shared this video to five friends, share it, comment done. And at the same time, so show some love, show some love. Follow both of us. If you're following me, go ahead and follow Emojine on her profile. Just click, you're going to see I'm live with, click her, follow, come back, you know, do your thing. And uh, follow me, the holistic motivator. And, uh, <laughs> and then come back, do your thing. And then now let's just, the idea of showing up to the class, right? After you've, done, you've seen the interview and now you're like, man, I should start dancing. You can DM Imogene about the class or DM me about the class, right? We're gonna do a class together and then Imogene has her own classes that you could attend on your, like when she has them. And as you intersect, you'll be able to learn more about that. So go ahead support 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 thank you for already being here and showing up to you so gratitude thank you thank you so much for having me thank you it's really uh, oh i was reading a comment <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what this what does that mean spiritual <laughs> <laughs> tweaking you meant you do me tweaking <laughs> no but you know what Twerking is spiritual. The movement—that's movement of the spine. Oh, actually, yeah. Oh, okay, now I get it. Dance. No, my bad. I'm totally off. But hey, no, that's actually that. It can be actually, yeah. Yeah. The affirmations and the way you would set it up for the um, exactly. sacral the, chakra. The, you know? the intention. Yeah. 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 Intention with everything. Yeah. So maybe yeah. are you gonna come up with that class? Because you know I can't come up with that. I will, I'm gonna be banned. I can't. I can't, I can't say, uh, I'm just introducing spiritual twerking by the holistic motivator, everybody. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to work for me. It's not. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll, stay, I'll let that to, to the ladies. Right. So, yep. Anywho. <laughs> yeah, it will, it will draw a crowd. <laughs> so yeah maybe maybe we'll set that up one day right all right so yeah how can the people support you um well you can support by following me like you know like i said and and then also um i have a link um on my page in my bio you can go there you can sign up you can sign up for my email list or you can reach out to me if you want to do right now i'm just doing one-on-one -on -one work um but if you're interested in that and then um just stay you know stay connected follow me sign up for the email list so that you can find out when i do start doing like group classes um and then also uh i so i'm wearing this t-shirt uh oh okay i'm wearing this t-shirt here um, I also sell 
t-shirt. So I have a, my brother who's been um, incarcerated for the past over 20 years. Um, he was he was arrested as a minor and charged as an adult. And um, he's a painter. And he taught. He's a self-taught artist. He taught himself how to paint while you know after being um, in prison. Um, and he, you know, had a mental. He, well, he he was diagnosed with schizophrenia also after he got incarcerated. So, art has also you know another form of art that's healing, visual art, painting. He's used it to heal throughout these years. Um, and so, if you want to purchase a shirt to support our family support him um you can also find that on the website just go to shop love and light or love and l-y-t um and yeah that's that's pretty much it <laughs> yes i loved it i loved the, our conversation today i think it was amazing no it was it was thank you so much like very enlightening and really great to like connect yes yes so we have to keep sharing our crafts keep sharing the things that change our lives like when we yeah. each one teach one right yeah. as you acquire tools you share them right and if the person is not willing to take this tool and say hey you know what i'm gonna make this fire they're like nah i'm straight you, you got that just make that fire you know, they're going to be cold in that corner. And they're going to be like, man, this person is wrong. <laughs> I need to go over to that side. They'll be like, yo, you might show me how to make that fire again. I'll be like, uh, I thought you didn't want to learn. Huh? <laughs> you cold now. <laughs> so keep making you a fire. Yeah. So I call it the fire of desire. When, you, when you're given a desire to do something, it's like you, you just got to keep that fire running and turn that desire into passion, which is like a flame, right? Mm -hmm. But then, you know, passion is nice, but you know, we have different passions. So the flame is not always, uh, but then there's the next thing, is the knowing without knowing. Then we go to the spot where we let intuition guide us. Yeah. First, we just have desires. I might want to do that. You know, as a kid, you're like, I want to be a CSI agent. And I said, I want to be a doctor. You know? mm -hmm. Now I think I'm more going towards being, a, uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a doctor and I wanted to be a CSI agent and you know, an entrepreneur. And then, yeah, that was it. But I guess now I, I'm, I'm okay. Anyways, I'm losing track. But the story <laughs> is... <laughs> The story is, the question, the story is desire to passion and then to intuition led. And then now you just led by the spirit, by the unknown. You just, you just know what to do without knowing. You just yeah. know, no, you just know it. It's called faith. And yeah. that just pulls you through everything. So yeah. that's the, the final message I wanted to share with y'all. I am so happy I've introduced the Holistic Lifestyle Show. And you was the first guest. Yay! Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. And also, I just want to thank you because you know your content is very like it's just so encouraging and so motivating. I mean, the holistic motivator that you have that name for a reason. Um, but like, I'm definitely um, encouraged by like your content. So thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. For it's that. like an honor. It's an honor that you you know saw me and and decided to have me on. Thank you so much. 
It's awesome. Your vibe will attract your tribe. Yeah. <laughs> I look for no. I def, I look forward to like you know we definitely to staying connected and I look forward to the class to doing the class. And yes, I look forward to taking your Qigong class. I still haven't been able to take it, but of course. So, yeah, I mean, so Thursday we're going to do the class. And okay. all week you're invited. And everybody here is invited to try any of the 7 a.m. classes, the Qigong class. And we could do it. So I was, today I, I spoke of the six healing breaths. Oh, okay. And we was doing the sounds with the organs. In fact, we could do a little uh let me see. oh it's twelve fifty two. We're gonna do a, a post a post a post show. Yeah y'all down okay. for that? Okay. <laughs> so I had showed the six healing breaths. So each organ is associated with a color, associated mm -hmm. with an element, and associated with a specific sound. And if you are struggling with an emotion that relates to like maybe fear or worry or anxiety or anger, then you, your different different organs are actually being depleted of vital energy or the life force energy or chi. So by visualizing certain colors and then making certain sounds, you can literally rebalance your internal organs and your emotions so the kidneys have to do with which emotion which limiting emotion fear right kidney fear spleen worry you got liver anger you got lungs and grief and then we have the heart right and so we have so many different emotions attached to the organs you know what that's gonna be a little preview. If you want, if you want to get this whole how to do it, I'm not gonna do it at the end of the show. Should I? Should I not? What do you think? I think we should just keep that for the class. If you wanna, if you wanna get the full details, come to the class. Because yeah. I realize it's gonna. We wanna just end the episode and then we <laughs> just another time. Okay, so thank y'all for watching. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Um, I just gave you a little sneak preview. Yeah. Of what to expect when we when you see two great spirits combine the, their arts and bring forth uh, qigong and dance together? So cut through, send us a DM so you can get access to this class, right? Send right. So she only does private sessions, and I'm giving you an exclusive access to a group class for the first time. And we're combining forces. I mean, come on now. Yeah. If you don't sign up in the next five minutes, offer is going to go down. So make sure you sign up for the class. You got five minutes. All right. All right. So that's my little uh, after show. Thank y'all for being here. Thank you. Any final words of encouragement? Um, just remember your light and let that shine bright. <laughs> It hey, that's, that's my ending. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say my ending and close it. Hold on. Okay. I want to remind you <laughs> that you have the unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to create the person that you were meant to be. But first, you got to believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss all your talents, all your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. 
So remember, let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. <laughs> that was much better. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just, I, I've been saying that for like, well, I think I've been saying that for like two and a half years now. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Like when you start the journey, you start to um, pick up, like, I started with a mission, a statement I said every time. And then I started with a, a ending or a beginning and then just catchphrases and statements. You just, everybody have their own. You're going to yeah. develop your own in, inside language. Yeah. <laughs> it is awesome. <laughs> Thank All right. you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who showed up. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Drop drop a clap. Drop a clap for Imogene. She killed it. She well, no, she lived it. She lived it. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you. Thank All right, y'all. Stay blessed. I'm, I'm, I'm heading out of here. Yes, take care. Bring the energy and the good vibes. Have a great day. Thanks.